Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The three-hour mad sprint continues here on 106.7 The Fan. Youngs in charge room with Linnell Willingham taking you up to 12 o'clock before we dish the rock to our coverage of national spring training. They're out taking on the Houston Astros today. First pitch in that one uh, set for 1 o'clock. You can hear all the action right here. On 106.7 The Fan, Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler uh, will keep it for you at 6 o'clock as well. Uh, They're live uh, out in spring training, set to do a show tonight where they'll have Cade Cavalli as their special guest. So make sure uh, you keep it locked on The Fan all day long uh, following my show here this morning. We've got a bunch of Nats coverage out here throughout the rest of the afternoon. Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler set to be joined by Cade Cavalli. Uh, That's coming up tonight uh, at about 6 o'clock. Right now, though, Want to take our focus over to the NFL draft. To do that, we'll bring in Kyle Stackpole, NFL draft editor for CBSSports.com. You can give Kyle a follow on Twitter at Kyle F. Stackpole. What's going on, Kyle? How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well. How's everything with you? I'm well, man. I'm well. I'm I'm even more uh, well after seeing the quarterbacks work out yesterday at the Combine. When you came into Indianapolis... Did you have a gauge as to who you thought was going to be the number one quarterback selected? I know a lot of folks think Bryce Young, the kid out of Alabama, is a consensus pick. After watching the guys work out yesterday, has your rankings at the quarterback position changed at all? Uh, yeah, so I definitely think it's it's murkier um, yeah. now that we've seen those quarterbacks and we didn't see Bryce Young, although I think Bryce Young did himself a favor by uh, you know not working out because he – he doesn't have the strongest arm. He's obviously not the biggest guy. Yeah. He doesn't have those elite physical traits. It's more his instinctiveness and his off-platform throws where he really shines. So if having to throw next to those guys uh, in a nationally televised setting probably wouldn't have been great for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, so going in, I thought I, I thought it was, would Bryce Young would be, uh, be number one. He would be the number one quarterback off the board. You obviously have a couple more contenders now uh, with – Anthony Richardson just absolutely exploding um, during the physical testing, which people assumed he was going to test really well, but he was just off the charts. Um, and then also his, I mean, his throwing session was, was really solid as well. I think it was, is better than some people expected, but I think someone that, that really needs to be talked about as, as the number one pick more is CJ Stroud. Ah, there you go, Kyle. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah. And people, we're actually a little bit worried of how will Stroud because the throwing session goes in alphabetical order. So you'll have Anthony Richardson and right after Richardson, you have Stroud and, and people were thinking, okay, well, 
Richardson has the biggest arm in the class. He's just going to bomb it downfield. And then how is Stroud going to look after Richardson? And from a throwing perspective, I thought Stroud looked the best. Um, His deep balls were amazing. He was throwing accurately to all three levels of the field. It just looked so effortless. And I think after the workout, that that was – I mean, obviously Richardson, I think, has cemented himself as like a, as a top 10 guy, but I really think people, more people need to talk, be talking about CJ Stroud uh, as a guy who, along with Bryce Young, uh, you know, could go number one overall. Kyle, it's so interesting when you talk about these quarterbacks and then seeing them throw yesterday. When, when going through these evaluations, how difficult is it to take – much stock in what you saw yesterday compared to the 10, 15-plus games of tape that you see on these guys? Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you want to go back to to the tape. I think the tape is, you know, the most important factor. Uh, I think the combine with the testing and the the throwing is all pieces of the puzzle, but not the main thing. I do think the, the combine is obviously a way better setting for scouts and teams in the pro day because during your pro day, you have everything scripted. You're throwing to your own receivers. Whereas the combine, it's kind of just mix and match. They're telling you what routes to throw and, and and you're throwing them. Um, So I think, and and just, I think it is important to see all the quarterbacks in person together. Uh, Cause, cause one, it is, it is different seeing a quarterback throw in person versus, you know, throwing on the tape and then you get to see him back to back to back, and there's obviously no pressure, and I mean there's no pads on, but it, it, there's definitely um, info to be gleaned from these sessions, and I think the throwing session really told us a lot about some of these guys. So we've seen a lot of the on-field workouts to this point. Now that you know things are starting to wrap up, what do you think is the deepest position group uh, in next month's draft? Yeah, I think um, in terms of depth, I mean, I think edge rusher has has a lot of guys, um, and you saw that on when they worked out Thursday night. Um, just, I mean, guys were absolutely crushing the the forty yard dash, and they're testing Nolan Smith, the yeah. the guy out of <laughs> Northwestern. Um, so they they made some history on Thursday night. So I I think the you might. Will Anderson's a really a really solid edge rusher. I don't think he's necessarily on the same playing field in terms of coming out as like the Bosa brothers. I think he's a step below. Right. But you just have a lot of edge rushers that could sneak into the first round, even more so than you thought coming in, because now you're looking at okay, Nolan Smith. You know he could get into the first round now. You already were looking at uh, Lucas Van Ness as someone who was going to go in the first round. Um, so, so I think I would say edge rusher, and then the, the tight end class is pretty deep as well. And and we saw while the rec- the receivers kind of were a little slower than I expected, it, the tight ends really really showed out. Um, and even I mean the guy who might be the first tight end, Michael Mayer, the combine's not really the best for him because he's not a physical specimen and he's not really explosive. Um, but he can he does everything very well. Um, but even aside from him, you had guys just testing off the charts. And I think that's a position where, you know, as you get into day two, day three, you'll be able to find guys that can still be contributors on your team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man, how the board ends up shaking out next month's draft. Uh, we're joined by Kyle Stackpole, uh, 
NFL draft editor for CBSSports.com. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Kyle F. Stackpole. Kyle, the commanders here locally is a team that we follow. They have pick number 16 in next month's draft. What are some positions you think they should be targeting? And when you look at some of their needs, are there any guys that you think would be, you know, some steals on, on day two or day three? Yeah, so I think in terms of, you know, at, uh, you know, in the first round, I think they should be looking at offensive line. It would be one. Cornerback uh, would be another. So, I mean, the offensive line guys are, are going today um, in Indianapolis. So mm-hmm. they should, you know, check those guys out. And I know I wasn't at the Senior Bowl, but I heard reports out of the Senior Bowl that, you know, Martin Mayhew was, was looking really hard at the offensive linemen. And I think one guy for sure to watch would be uh, Osiris Torrance, mm-hmm. who um, the offensive guard out of Florida. And I know people are going to say, oh, you know, offensive guard, we're going to pick him in the middle of the first round. Well, he, he, he seems like, you know, the premier guard of the class. Yeah. He's just super stable. He came over from Louisiana to Florida this past year and just dominated. He had a really good senior bowl. So he's one guy I'd be looking at. And then I think cornerback is another position where deep group. they – Deep group, and they they tested better, I think, than you know some people were expecting. Um, with you know the, the Maryland guys just absolutely showing out yeah. as, as a Terp, I, I love to see that. <laughs> um, so, but and then Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, I think he kind of cemented himself as you know a, a top ten pick. Um, so I think those there's enough high end cornerbacks where one of them is going to fall to Washington, um, and it, it kind of just depends on. If they think if they have them right, like when Washington picks, there are going to probably be some cornerbacks that are pretty high on their best available board. Mm-hmm. So I think I think really with cornerback and um, an offensive line would be the two positions that they should probably be looking to target. Before you joined us, Kyle, we were talking about some veteran options at the quarterback position that Washington could bring in to compete with last year's fifth round pick, Sam Howell. If you could uh, go, hop in the time machine real quick, Kyle, and go back to your evaluations on Sam Howell last year coming out of UNC. Uh, do you think Washington and the fan base should be comfortable if he ends up being the guy week one? Yeah, um, I, I do because I, I think if if they, I, I think they should absolutely bring in competition and and see how he responds to that because that's it, before you can go out and you know try to beat other teams and compete for. NFC's titles, you have to show that you're actually the number one QB. And while he performed decently in week 18 last year, and he he showed some flashes. I mean, the overall numbers weren't great, but I mean, with Sam Howell, you're talking about a guy who before the year before he got drafted, he was the odds on favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. I mean, him and Spencer Rattler, which Mm -hmm. crazy how, how time changes. (laughs) Um, Right. So, He's someone who he has all the tools, and I think Washington fans saw a glimpse of that both in the preseason and in Week 18. Um, and I think if if Washington, you know, they bring in a veteran, they let him compete. You would hope that it's Howell that looks better than this guy and is quickly, pretty quickly named the starter. And I think if that's the case, then you're feeling good going into the season. If it if it starts dragging out and yeah. okay. This veteran looks good the one day, how looks good the next day, and you're kind of teetering on, okay, you could probably start either of them, but let's start how because he's younger, then you maybe will go in with a little bit of concern. But from where Washington got him and the, the skill set that he came into the NFL with, I I think he's 
he's a he could be a viable option and it, it's going to be really interesting going starting with OTAs and going into training camp to see how he responds to being the number one guy and one last thing I think it mm-hmm. does bode well for him that that Washington has shown so much faith in him being like hey we're we're going into this year that, that you're the guy we're going to bring in a veteran but that really gives him confidence where hey my my coaches, they believe in me, and they think I can be the number one guy. Now I just have to go out and prove it. Yeah, see, Kyle, that's the thing, man. I, I said I called Poppycock earlier on Ron Rivera, you know, going with a rookie basically in year four of a five-year deal. They've missed the postseason in two of his first three years. But I don't want it to be misconstrued, man. We were out there at training camp. We got to see Sam Howe up close in person. I mean, the kid's impressive. He really is. and. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the quarterback position, Kyle, and, and the transition to the National Football League, a lot of guys, you know, struggle with how much time is spent in the classroom compared to in college when you're practicing for two and a half, three hours a day. In the NFL, you're on the practice field for about an hour, 15 minutes at the most. And a lot of that work and a lot of the areas where you're able to get better at is done in the classroom on Tuesday through Saturday. So if he's able to handle the mental load of it, I think he'll be fine. For sure. Hey, Kyle, I appreciate you giving me some time, my man. Of course, yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of the combine today. And, yeah, April can't come soon enough. Sure. I, I can't wait to see where all these guys land and all the trades that happen within the top ten. Hopefully it gets pretty chaotic. Yeah, I hope it does, my man. I appreciate you giving us some time. That is Kyle Stackpole, one of the draft analysts over at CBSSports.com. Uh, with some good nuggets on the quarterback position. And yesterday, Anthony Richardson, man. I know he doesn't want to go by the AR-15 moniker because of uh, the senseless gun violence that we have going on in this country, but that's a nickname that's perfectly fitting for that young man. 6'4", 244 pounds. Absolutely blows the athletic uh, testing out of the water yesterday, but even after that, I don't have him as my QB1. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, let's go over my QB rankings. We'll go my top five quarterbacks heading into next month's draft. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 